welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the Mojo Maker and host, Nikki Fogden Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your life and your business with special industry and life leading guests. Top tips on how you could create that magic blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with life. Hi guys, welcome back to the Mojo Maker podcast and Vitality Coach TV. I'm bringing the panel back with my dear friends, Stephen Scott Johnson and Mark Trulson, and we're talking about all things disruption. We filmed this in a rather large room in the NAB Innovation Center in Melbourne. So if you're a leader in life and you're wondering how to continue to evolve and you keep choosing comfort over courage, we want to turn everything on its head and give you a great discussion today around how disruption is so important in business and in life. And doesn't have to be around confrontation either. Sometimes creating engagement and culture and leadership is so crucial when we do it in ways that keep people alive and connected and we do things differently. So I hope you enjoy the podcast episode today. It's great to be back on the show and special thanks again to Mark and Stephen. It's always a pleasure when we get together as the panel. Hi guys, I'm the Vitality Coach Nikki Fogdemore and we're back with the panel with my co-host Stephen Scott Johnson and Mark Trulson. Thank you. Exciting guys. Very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. And each of us bring a topic to the table or else we answer questions that you've sent us. So for our first few episodes, the three of us brought four topics each and Mark's topic is self-disruption. It's not what happens to you. It's how you deal with it that counts and life's curveballs. And Mark, you're just, you know, a mega disruptor in the field of corporate and life. You've gone through an incredible journey. So it's pretty exciting that we're on panel with this guy. Wow. Oh, no. No, I absolutely love uh, the topic of self-disruption because I feel, I feel that, you know, as a society, we, we often succumb to fear. And there's a lot of fear at the moment. There's, you know, people talking about... Uh, uh, virtual reality and they're talking about automation and they're talking about self-driving cars and and you know how we're going to be losing all these jobs and and I think this is the opportunity for us as a community to step up and thrive and respond and, and I think if you look through history there, there are times where you know more than 50% of people went to farming and then manufacturing took over farming and and I feel we're at that sort of that point in time now where you know, there is going to be major disruption, uh, but it's not doom and gloom. It's how we, uh, as a society, and, and most importantly as individuals, respond to that challenge. And I think there's going to be some amazing opportunities for those who have got the courage and the vulnerability to step up to the plate. I don't know about you, Stephen, but my brain's going, oh, yeah. so many things at the moment. <laughs> so, many, so many examples of, of that evolution and, and so many tight spots for people, whether it's digital, whether it's their kids on iPads, whether it's... The fact that pilots are not needed in some of these airbuses because everything's so automated. So know. look, lots of jobs are going to be lost, but then there's going to be more opportunities that are going to be found. Mm. And really the freak out is identifying, well, how do I contribute to what comes next? Mm. Um, and, and Yeah, and not get over... Yeah, and the fear associated with being made redundant in that whole shift or mm. evolution. Well, yeah, that's, I just want to pause on that word redundant mm. because that is a redundant even as a parent or as a friend or, you know, I think people have a sense of being superseded and discomfort with all this disruption that's going on. But also you spoke about the shootings and, and some of the violence that we're all undergoing on a global scale. And there's, there's a lot of topics that a are lot of pain a in lot the world. of pain in the world. So 
you know, you spoke about self-disruption yeah. and that it's not what happens, it's how you deal with it. Yeah, and, and, and I think, uh, you know, with all this, it's um, disruption starts with solving problems. Um, so, you know, you know, some people look at it as the pain points, some people see it as the opportunity. So, you know, I think it's incumbent on all of us to seek, you know, what are the problems that, that are out there to be solved? And then what is our role in solving those problems? And I think, so rather than looking at the millions of jobs that may be lost uh, through automation and 3D printing and all these sorts of wonderful things that are going to be happening for us, um, it's looking, you know, what is our role in society and, and how can we solve the numerous problems that are out there? Because with that will come amazing opportunities for us to take some employment that are going to be more aligned to our purpose and will give us more energy and momentum to move forward. And I don't know if you permit me to talk about a more personal side of self-disruption, but one of the interviews where you came on my show is you spoke about this kind of roles that you and your former, your ex-wife had, where you sort of ended up coming with no relationship anymore because you went into this marriage and years you were performing one role and she was performing another role and then all of a sudden you lost this connection, this communication. It was like uh, an unwritten script that you were almost you know, on autopilot. And then you looked up and you're like, well, hold on a second, we get to design what our lives are like. So I think that's a beautiful segue into this whole self-disruption is pressing pause and going, the only script that really responsible for is the one that you give yourself. Yeah, and, and, and often the work that I do with people with self-disruption is not only do you have to sort of dare for the opportunity and, and understand what opportunities are there, but then how do you design what your future is going to look like? And you know, with that design, you know, are you congruent with that? Are you satisfied with that? Is that going to allow you to grow into the person or a team or a family that you want to be? And then, and then once that is sort of established, then it's about doing. It's about getting out there and being congruent with that purpose. I think, um, yeah, I agree. I think that getting congruent with that is, 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 is the game-changing element. But it's like, I think first of all, you've got to be able to put your hand on your heart and say, I love you. Like you've got to, you've got to connect with yourself first. And you've got to, you know, find self-acceptance in your journey, no matter what life is bringing up for you. Um, and I think that's really where it, you you start to um, you start to emerge. I know? love that. Yeah. yeah, that's the power of now, and that's that whole art of being present. So, you know, if you are listening to this and you're going through lots of changes, the biggest advice is just to press pause for a second. Because if you don't take time to design the life that you love and what's important to you and re-identify the values on a regular basis, then you're going to get what you're given. Mm. So I, we're all suggesting you get off autopilot and you start getting engaged. Yeah, and nothing, nothing is too important or too busy or too hectic like that, you know, gets in the way. Just if, if you get to that level of freak out, just lie down. You know, <laughs> seriously, just lie down. You know, because when you lie down, you actually, it's not about laying down and dying. I'm not saying now, I'm saying just lie down because you start to be still, you be present. Mm -hmm. You start to sense what's going on around you. Um, and, you know, usually you start to connect with a level of um, emotion and awareness yeah. that in the busy and the chaos, you just 
so far detached from. Yeah, and I love that. I call those nano breaks. So I refer to those a lot in, in my in my writing and in our coaching. It's just like there is no need to respond to an email straight away. Or like if you were to ask me a question, I have permission to stop and pause and think about it. Mm. And I think we're so used to being reactive. And your whole point with self-disruption is be a little bit more proactive mm. and be interactive with yeah. your landscape and start taking accountability and stop portioning the blame and think, you know, what is it that I need, that I want? And if you don't know that right now, we're not saying you have to have your why figured out or suddenly have a massive mood board in your office. We're just saying take the time to figure out what your values are and where you're at and drop a pin, just like you would on a Google map. Yeah, no, Tony, and it's, it's, it's in those moments where you really establish, you know, what are your underlying strengths? And you'll be amazed as to, you know, what sort of qualities that you'll bring to yourself personally, but also to your workplace and to your family. And, and when you understand those things, then fear can subside and you can then live your life on purpose. So you're replacing fear and lack of control with a sense of accountability and curiosity and information. Totally, and this isn't the first time the change of a massive scale has occurred. Like I said, you know, there have been points in time where, you know, where we thought we were going to be as a society has changed. And with that, we've become and evolved and become a better society. So there is no reason as to why the next 20 years can't be the best years that this planet's seen. Sometimes mm. I get so excited that the three of us are sitting here because, <laughs> well, I think we're agents of change. Um, the three of us are very about evolution. We're about accepting growth and landscapes and, and perceptions widening and constantly reevaluating you with movements. You know, me with this personal vitality, you with disruption. We're very curious people. What a gift we have. And if we can impart that to you guys to go, you know, self-disruption is a healthy place. It's actually exciting. It's like a work of art uh, for your life. And, and all three of us are here to give you the tools. And I think that's what we should do next. We should give listeners and viewers our top two tips on how to navigate through a disruptive moment. So two things from you, Marky Mark. Well, I, I sort of, when I'm talking with groups about this is, now, often it's hard to establish the massive big problems that we want to solve, but you know, even if you just do the simple thing of you know, each day, you know, what are the two or three challenges that you would like to solve either about yourself, about your team, you'll find that after 30 days of doing it, you'll have 90 problems, and, and with amongst that, you'll, you'll soon learn that disruption's easiest for us all. So. So actually start identifying, I call that on my winning weeks, that's the crap list. Yep. Or the shit list, excuse the language. Oh, I love that. But that's so I... I Can I use that? Yep. If anything's yep. keeping you awake at night on yep. the winning weeks planner, I have a, a little box or I or put it up on a post-it note and put all the stuff that's disruptive in thoughts, disruptive in feeling, and then start assigning a task to that stuff. But so what I love about that, there's the element of what keeps you up at night, yeah. but what gets me even more excited is what makes you wake up in the morning. Yeah, exactly. You know, because that list, yeah, you know, the yeah. hot list, yeah. is probably where you're going to have that energy and momentum. So we have a shit list and the hot list. Yeah, I love that. Okay, <laughs> cool. Very good. All right, and so Stephen, your two points, like two takeaways today on stepping through self-disruption and how to deal with stuff that's uncomfortable. Yeah, look, if you're stuck in a rut, I think the first thing you need to do is actually just stop and be present and give yourself permission uh, to be more. And the second thing, when you start to consider all of the things that what being more might look like for you, ask what if. Because when you ask what if, you get out of that fixed mindset and you start to get into possibility and potential and you start to then 
reframe like what we were talking about earlier around um, about how you can contribute um, in a meaningful way and how you can belong um, and be, and live a much deeper, richer, fuller life. Yeah, and I think uh, just off the back of that, my two tips would be I'd like to bring a pragmatic spin onto all of this. So while you're thinking about those things, put pen to paper. Like, 15 minutes of your day is 1% of your day. Mm. If you put 15 minutes of your day onto working on the areas that are maybe something that's disrupting your game, in 100 days you'll be 100% better off. So if you want to know more about digital, instead of being afraid of it, go search it. Mm. Like for me, I'm searching Bitcoin and investments and watching it's documentaries and, and um, not necessarily because I suddenly have you know millions of dollars to invest, but I'm curious. I'm like, what's going on with our money yeah, markets? Yeah, and yeah. I want to be informed. And I think that's my biggest message is number one, uh, think like a CEO, so get your facts and stats. Number two, plan like a visionary. Does this really disrupt you right now or how much of an impact does it have on your bigger picture? And the third thing is act like a Buddha. Just take a chill pill. As Stephen said, lie down if you need to, press pause. It's going to be okay. You've got this. There is always a solution. Fantastic. So from the panel on self-disruption and how it's what you do that matters, not what happens to you. Mark, thank you so much for bringing that topic. We'd love your questions, Stephen, as well, on your movement issues and creating a culture from inside yourself first, and me on how to get shit done when you want to navigate your way through that. Uh, more on the vitalitycoach.com.au, on stephenscottjohnson.com, on marktrulson.com, and of course we're going to post all of this on LinkedIn. We'll share all the show notes with you. We'll also share the hot and crap list with you so that you can do your pros and cons of living the life that you love. Yeah, awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes, or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.